Go All home. right, you ready? Two. What? Oh, I think you said one. the butt. Two. Three. Three. Hi. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> this is Y'all Heard, a podcast for me, Marissa Phillips. And me, Pete Phillips. Are not related. Then when I tell other people we're not related, I assume they realize we're not husband and wife, even though I guess that's not technically related. But Todd Glass thought we might have been husband and wife. Yes. But so towards the like, end of the video, he said, uh, don't ruin your friendship. Yeah, I did see that. <laughs> okay, so, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but maybe he thinks marriage is the greatest friendship of all. So In other words, it's not related or married. <laughs> but this is a show where two friends have gotten together, non-married friends, <laughs> have gotten together to share some crap that we've learned recently and help you celebrate National Let's Laugh Day which is today, March 19th, and is a fake holiday sponsored by Laffy Taffy. Isn't it also St. Patrick's Day? Shit, Marissa, come on. We've recorded on Wednesday, but it comes out on Friday. We're supposed to pretend we're in the future. (laughs) I like Laffy Taffy Day better, for what it's worth. Oh, did you finish? In other words, we tell you things... You didn't know. You needed to know. Like... It was just Pete's birthday a couple days ago, which is why we mentioned Todd Glass, because I got him a cameo uh, from Todd Glass, and Todd was so gracious, because I said, I forgot my best friend's birthday, and I was like, that's kind of the thing I like to, I do, but I feel really bad about it, Uh, but then Todd Glass pretended that I ordered a cameo a week prior, and he forgot to do it, so boy, do I wish I didn't tell Pete I forgot. Anyway. Hey, he almost had me at the end. <laughs> I mean, you do know Pete. Because he said it enough I... times. I was like, I mean, geez, he wouldn't keep repeating it if it wasn't true. I mean, Pete, I just hope you know that I know it's March. Yes. I always, like, feel when it's coming. Then I just, like, forget. But it's not like, fuck that. Yeah. But it's also like, Pete's my best friend, and I think he knows my best friend. So I felt bad, but I was like, I assume Pete knows that, like, I I'm care. Not... It's his birthday. I'm just a mess. I'm not really sacred about my birth date. You know, like, if it's a little before, if it's a little after. Yeah. That sort of thing. So, um, I but I did. I made up for it. What? I did hear from Sarah Pritchard on my birthday. So she remembered my birthday, and we haven't seen her in many years. Yeah, well, she doesn't respond to my emails. <laughs> so I don't care. Okay? And you know what? She also didn't wish me a happy birthday. So I think this shows where her priorities are. <laughs> Correct. Her priorities uh, are correct. With you. Uh, the most shocking part of the Todd Glass video is that he had shoes on a chair behind him. Okay. And he's like a clean freak. I was shocked. Oh. Maybe he was trying to flex. Maybe they were like Louboutins. I don't think they were. Maybe, though. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if you don't know Todd Glass, it's one of Pete's favorite comedians because i was gonna buy you something and i was like no 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 this will be better i'll get him someone that he likes so much that he'll forget that i forgot his birthday. <laughs> okay how are you tell us about your birthday i had a birthday on march Unless 15th it was depressing, then don't guys know. everybody get out your phones punch it into your calendars now march 15th okay wait not even then- gonna lie i'm sorry i need to stop you not even gonna lie i knew i missed it I knew it was close and I missed it, but even on the day that you said it was your own birthday and I said, oops, I missed it, 
I realized I thought it was the 14th. Right now, I thought your birthday was the 14th. So it's impossible for me to get the this right date. This is why Sarah can remember my birthday because it's the Ides of March. But she can't remember to email me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I had a birthday. I got cards and stuff. My mom bought me some like cl- extra fat clothes because. <laughs> yep. And Wait, additional fat clothes or clothes for extra fatness? Both. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Heather also got me some clothes and and a dinosaur succulent. Wow, I've been dating my boyfriend for almost two and a half years, and I wouldn't dare buy him clothes. That's ballsy. T-shirts. Oh, okay, okay. They okay. like, like <laughs> tailored pants. <laughs> yeah, she bought me tailored pants. <laughs> Extra fat tailored pants. Hey, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, and I'm I'm trying to remember the rest. I heard from my family. Um, I got cool cards from cool people. I have five cards. And I got them. Why from th- does everyone remember birthdays? I got five Why? cards, and I got them from three people. My aunt Ruth never forgets a birthday and always sends a card. Okay. And then I got two from my mom and two from Heather. Okay, you know what? I feel better. I thought it was like friends from like around the country that you don't talk to as much as me <laughs> were remembering it. I know I'm a shithead. Okay, everybody, I hey, am a shithead. Guys, you need to know. She texted me feeling bad. It's not like I leaned into it. Okay. <laughs> This is all coming from Marissa. <laughs> also, I think I know one birthday, actually. I, I I can sense when someone's birthday is close, and I continuously get it a few days off. The only birthday I know is my grandma's, because it's the day before mine and when my parents originally said I was born. And one of the reasons I remember yours is because it's 1-7, and my mom's is one seventeen. Oh, Okay. To the date of my mom's, but with a dash in between the two numbers. <laughs> mm, okay, I like that. Problem is, yours comes before my mom's, so sometimes, <laughs> you know, got to look at the calendar ahead. How See, about you, Mar- fact- Marissa? What did you do for my birthday? So I thought it was the so the fourteenth was. <laughs> I don't fucking, I'm a fucking mess. I'm so sorry. Um. My birthday was a Monday. I had Monday vibes. No, this is the 14th is Sunday. Marissa, my birthday is the 15th. Oh, I'm, I'm literally... The 14th is Pi Day. You can pick, so Pete sorry. comes after Pi. How many times do you have to say that? Shit. Uh, fuck, I didn't do nothing. Oh, I watched a whole... I watched the season finale of The Bachelor. Okay. Which... I don't expect you to follow any of that shit. Good. But when it was going down to only a couple more people, like only a few people left, one of the girls got embroiled in a scandal, a racism scandal, or at the very least a racial insensitivity scandal, and we're like, there's no way she's going to win. She won. (laughs) However, he didn't actually propose to her. He had an existential crisis and then was like, let's date after the show. And I was like, that's why did I waste all this time watching this yeah. fucking show? But then they had a tell-all afterwards where, so I don't know if you heard that the host of The Bachelor got in trouble for defending the girl who got in the racism scandal. So he was replaced by Emmanuel Ocho or something, who's a um, uh, a black ex-NFL player 
So the tell-all, which is usually like talking about all the different aspects, was 75% about that girl coming face-to-face with the racial insensitive things she did on the internet? Whoa! Was that wild? Again, I know you don't care about this, but just for a tell-all that's usually about dumb shit to just be like, why do you think you did that racist thing? Yeah, let's just focus on one person. upbringing or... Oh, and also they broke up. So so literally five minutes after we saw the season finale, we learned that they broke up. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. So that's what I did. And then I think my boyfriend just literally was like disgusted. He was like, fuck this show. Like, fuck this. What the fuck did I waste my time? Fuck everything. So I was like, all right. So that's what I did on Monday. Hey, listeners. Uh, big news. Special thanks goes out to Michael Vinos, who upped his donation to our Patreon, and he is the one who got us to our solid $15. Woo! Thanks, Mike Vinos! We are making, as I said on Instagram, the hotly debated minimum wage, (laughs) (laughs) but we are making it by the month. (laughs) Yeah. We also heard from Alex, and we also got several texts. We got texts because... I signed up for text alerts on Threadless so that I could get 25% off my order. Oh, so you signed up with our with Yeah, our I, don't, I don't want a real one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hi, Pete and Marissa. This is Alex from Pete's Work. Um, so I had the chance to pick up my mail yesterday, my work mail, and I got the lovely Valentine from you. Thank you very much. Um, I, I really enjoy being an active listener. Um, so the story with me not checking my mail is that uh, I work in a building that's like a couple blocks from the like hub of where I work and I would ordinarily every day kind of near the mailbox um, but since the pandemic started you know we avoid in-person meetings and so I'm kind of stuck out in my silo a few blocks away and it's kind of lonely you know so I haven't been getting out a lot this past year uh, in general you know there's all these little things also where you know you stop popping by people's offices and so on and you wind up just having a lot less interaction than you were expecting and I think that's a sad thing about the pandemic like overall it's been a real catastrophe uh, countless lives have been lost and so many people have been you know hurt so many jobs lost um, but I think we can also count up the little losses that we've had over the past year and those are valid too right it's one big calamity that we're going through and so you know Maybe it's not the biggest, most important thing or whatever, but the listening to the podcast is a really nice thing. It's like listening to a couple of friends. One of these people I, you know, really do know personally, um, you know, I'm acquainted, and there's not nearly as much of that these days. And so it's it's really cool to, you know, be able to call in and chit-chat, too. Alex is so nice. You should all strive to be more like Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Or at least Mike Vinos. You should all aspire to be like one of them or one of our other mics. Thank you, Alex. I'm glad you enjoyed the uh, Valentine. I put a, I mean, I was going to say I put a lot. I didn't put a lot of work into them, but I put care into them. And I bought very expensive stickers for them. Those gold letters were very expensive. They were made out of real gold. What are you doing? Why are you spending so much money on that? And I'm so glad we could bring you some company during the pandemic. Uh, usually I'm like, I totally agree with what you're saying. The only thing I disagree with is I do not lament the fact that I have such limited interaction with people. (laughs) 
I would say I miss my family. I miss my at least yearly visit with Pete Phillips. Uh, and that's it. <laughs> I don't want to see. I don't want to see anyone in my job at all. Forever. I feel like if we had like um, a clean day, like where nobody could spread any germs and you could walk around freely, that would be nice to have like a day of that and then go back to quarantine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. Because then, you know, you see the people that you run into. I have a great friend at work, and she emails to check in often, and sometimes I forget to write back to her because my mailbox, like, things don't stay at the top for very long, (laughs) you know, to be able to see some of those people. But uh, I, I would also say that I think that people feel like I'm nicer in person than I am in emails, because sometimes I'm very curt in emails. I believe that a hundred percent. But a lot of the time, a lot of the time, it's because I don't have the chance to like throw in niceties and friendly things and stuff like that. It's because like I'm just barreling through like ten emails. Pete, so, as we've discussed, as someone who has said "okay," period, to my boss, yeah. you don't need to explain yourself to me. I was going to say though, even if we had a COVID clean day. Where I work that shall remain nameless is full of vermin. So it could never really be a clean day. <laughs> she means she means actual mammal like critters. Mice and roaches. Uh yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. never mind. I was Just a heads up, it. guys. I know that roaches aren't mammals. <laughs> <laughs> I know that this is a hot topic and I'm interested in hearing your reactions, having a bit of a conversation with you and then getting your feedback. So Marissa gave me homework and that was to watch a Grammy performance by DaBaby. Marissa, do you want to oh, fill in? Oh, the way you say DaBaby <laughs> Wow. Continue. Marissa, do you want to fill us in on the performance? Okay. I don't know if we're going to talk about it here because... You texted me to say you watched it, and then I was like, yeah, what'd you say? And then you just, like, never said anything, and I was like, okay, was that forgettable? <laughs> um, so baby sang Rockstar. I mean, I don't know if you just sang. Um, I don't feel like I can explain that, that, that song to you. I feel like just you should know it. Um, I had never heard it before, guys. What? That's, like, my favorite <laughs> rap song. I mean, it's old now, but... That is it's the old, song, guys. I've never heard it. <laughs> that is a song that when anyone is outside, my boyfriend will blast it and say, this is so they know we're hard. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, so... Does he say in this song, did I hear this wrong, that his, his daughter... Saw him kill a man before she before was three. Before she was two. Okay. Oh, yeah. Two. Okay. Yeah. And whatever age. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And why? He would do it again. Why is why he, is he, he have his daughter around for that? Before they do something to her, maybe they wanted to kill her. I don't know. Anyway, I feel like, like if she knew that would be one thing, but if she's like literally watching the life drain from a man's eyes, I don't think you're doing her any favor. <laughs> I mean. The daughter seems happy on Instagram. Yeah, because she's not dead. (laughs) Maybe she was sleeping. She has a murderer for a father. I mean, you'd be happy too. Oh, wait, we don't really know about your dad. (laughs) 
Anyway, I love the baby song. Anyway, in the Grammy performance, he's dressed all in white. He has like a studded glove. He has a conductor's baton. And there are like six elderly. It's just Let's a- say mature. Okay. No, they look elder. I don't mean elderly in a derogatory way. Okay, very mature. <laughs> Are they all women? Yeah. Mm-hmm. White women. Uh, as his backup, like, choir singers. And dancers. It's like, some, it's like a, what? Yeah, and, and dancers. Oh, so get that. And dancers, but, like, so there's, they're, like, doing, like, car driving motions. I don't, I don't, like, dancing is a, is a. If you go to watch this performance, I guarantee you that you will catch the woman on, like, if you're watching the video, the woman to his left, she doesn't know all the words that she's supposed to say. And she's, like, mumbling through some of them. You could totally tell. I gotta watch it again. (laughs) I was so distracted just by whatever lady was the closest in view. And And they were in? What do you mean? What were they wearing? Were they wearing, like... Like church choir outfits? What were they wearing? So some people said that they were wearing judges' robes, uh-huh. and so some people thought that <laughs> it might have been a reference to Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, but I feel like it's too close to also just a choir robe. How do you know the difference? Um, I believe a, the white on the collar. So it was a judges' robe. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, why would it be a nod to Ruth Bader Ginsburg? I don't know. My. That's what I thought too, and I was like. No, I don't think, I mean... <laughs> no, why, I don't, DaBaby isn't known for his references. Well, to, to, uh, to be fair, DaBaby may want to protect reproductive rights, because he is I mean, DaBaby. I mean, <laughs> uh, someone else's theory was that he feels like a lot of white artists have black choir singers as a sort of but that doesn't explain the age (laughs) yeah 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 he was like I think they were just doing the same thing he just wanted to flip the script but yeah they were definitely white in terms of their dancing (laughs) (laughs) Alex you're our most engaged listener please watch the (laughs) DaBaby 2021 Grammy performance and tell us what you think was his vision there uh, anyone who knows who DaBaby is, especially, please watch it and call us five seven zero podwap one or slide into my DMs because I am just like, what is he doing? I liked. It. I'm not saying I didn't like it, but I just, I, I, I was like, where well, am I supposed to laugh? Or is this supposed to be a visionary uh, performance? I don't. I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was also a little confused by the glove because it reminded me of Michael Jackson. Yeah, it seemed like he, and then also why did he he doesn't know how to conduct people singing, I'm sure. Why was he even doing There were so because, many Because because the conductor's wand, Marissa, believe it or not, shows people that he's hard. <laughs> <laughs> that he's the man in charge. <laughs> I mean, we already knew who was the man in charge. <laughs> yeah, guys, I don't know. Also, and then he has an like, Ariana Grande knockoff playing violin next to him, too. So that's something to yeah, look for. <laughs> I did notice that. Also, yeah, when my boyfriend said that, I was just like, they just need to look in the car. 
and that negates whatever you think you're whatever. I don't even know what you mean honestly and also he sometimes does that when there's children like he'll be like now they're going to know we're hard and I'm like these children need to <laughs> like all this being said Marissa were you to perform at the Grammys as they are right now uh-huh. not as they were in their heyday yeah. Now, yeah. as they are winding down. <laughs> yeah. What was your performance? Uh, you don't have to be super detailed, but like I'm sorry, conceptually. Is this the actual icebreaker. Yes. That was all yes. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> conceptually, uh, you know, like what what would your performance look like? Can you go first? I can, uh, and I don't like. There's a part of me that's like, uh, I don't know what the song would sound like. Okay. So that gives me a little bit of a challenge. And I am afraid of getting, like, driving too close to the Flaming Lips, because I know Marissa hates them. Thank you for All them. because of Matt Zabrowski. <laughs> but I will say that I want bright colors. I want something that looks super fun. Uh-huh. I want, I'm sorry, Marissa, I want people in big not bird. furry, not furry, but yeah, big bird costumes running around bumping into each other. Yeah, you would. Yeah, and I want like a bright sky, and I want like clouds moving, but you can Wait, see the strings running and into stuff. each other, like literally bumping into each other. Yeah, like they're just running around. Like they don't have to do any choreography or dance practice. They just need I to run around on the stage. I bodies gonna collide. They'll like bump into each other, but they can see. Okay, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> and then. I don't know how to how to like visually capture it, but like I'll be sitting on a bench, like throwing bread. You're weird. And I think just knowing me personally, my song is probably going to be really sad, and so oh yeah, it's a juxtaposition of the song itself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I probably appreciate it. Also, did I send you an Instagram video yesterday of people putting tiny flower hats on ducks? And I didn't get a chance to watch it, so I'm sorry about that one. I I watched it over and over over again, and I almost started crying. Not (laughs) because I just I was overwhelmed and didn't know how to feel. Um, I would. I like that. I would like that. I don't know what my music would sound like either. It would be really frantic. I'll just say frantic. Uh, I would like like a, a. to come, not sing the whole song with me, but in the middle to do a little, I don't know, music terms, interlude, bridge, a verse. Uh, I want Bad Bunny. We're both Puerto Rican, Pete. I don't know if you know this part of why I love Bad Bunny so much. I mean, but, you did write that to me earlier. Yeah, I forgot what I said. <laughs> but I, I just, you know, I see that to be known. I'm very proud of him. So he would come and do a verse. Also, I like him stylistically. Explain the name. Oh, I don't know. I just okay. started liking him recently. <laughs> so I have to look more into him now. Um, there would be ghosts all over the place. Oh, nice. Yeah, like all over the place. And I, I'd be like in a, in, a, in a slightly cartoony cemetery. And I'd be in a dress that's like so big it like takes up part of the, part of the stage. And it would sort of like look ethereal and like, ghosty also in and of itself and that's as far as I get 
I think it's you in the graveyard, right? This is how you start the song. Mm-hmm. You in the graveyard, you're in this dress, and you also look a little ghostly. And then at a certain point of the song, like when something pops a little bit, all these ghosts come up from behind gravestones. I like that. And then they start floating around, too. Okay, I, I like that. I was going to say maybe my dress is so big the ghosts come out from That's within cool. my dress. Yeah, you're giving birth to a bunch of dead... No, not out of my Yikes. <laughs> Like, far enough that it doesn't look like it came out of my vagina. No, I like yours better now, because that sounds gross. You sound gross. <laughs> anyway. So, Marissa, uh, many of y'all heard his stage name, Bad Bunny, was awarded to him because of a picture of childhood in the school. Wait, what? That of uh, uh, Where he was dressed as a rabbit, and he had a not-being-very-happy face. I like it. The photo was shared on social networks, and with it, he created a Twitter account with the name Bad Bunny. I like it. That's so innocent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of innocence. (laughs) That's going to be another icebreaker down the road. If you had to make a stage name based off a childhood photo, what would it be? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, I like that one. Please actually keep that in mind. I like that. Okay. Uh... I saw, I don't even know if it was 60 Minutes, if it was like, to, I, no, it couldn't have been 60 Minutes, it was an hour, this shit. I watched some special. Marissa, just so you know, 60 Minutes is an hour. What did I say? <laughs> what did I say? You said, maybe it was 60 Minutes. No, it was like an hour of this shit. <laughs> no, I said, no, I said, it, there couldn't be an hour of this shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know. Um, I watch some segment about what I'm going to talk about, and I think about it sometimes. <laughs> so, have you heard about a water sommelier? <laughs> <laughs> no, but for some reason, water taste tests does like seem familiar. I don't know if it was like a skit, okay. a sketch or something, but... Do tell, Marissa. Okay, so I watched a segment about the United States one and only certified water sommelier. I thought Who it was certifies wor- you. Uh, Never mind. I don't want to jump ahead. You go okay. right ahead. <laughs> I thought he was the only water sommelier in the world because why the fuck does anyone want a water sommelier? <laughs> but uh, I just googled water sommelier and then I got to watersommelierunion.com and that's when I found out like. There's a whole business of this over in Germany. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I assume you could come to your own conclusions uh, of what a water sommelier is. Leave it to Germany to have a purity standard. (laughs) Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. (laughs) Well, it's not necessarily how pure the water is. It's about the flavors and the notes. But anyway, (laughs) this is verbatim from watersommelier.com. I would not word it this way. But in restaurants, a water sommelier is a valuable asset who can enlighten guests about the advantages and a variety of mineral waters as a suitable accompaniment for certain dishes and with wines and coffee. He or she is also responsible for, ooh, there's a typo, for presentating. I assume it was translated, I'll give them a pass, (laughs) for presenting this quality beverage at the table. In addition, the water sommelier is the restaurant's agent, responsible for the selection and purchase of mineral waters, as well as the creation of a mineral water menu. 
uh, organizing mineral water or water slash wine tastings for interested guests is also an essential task of the water sommelier in restaurants and hotels. So basically, it's what a wine sommelier is. It is their job to know the ins and outs of all of the notable mineral waters that are out there. Um, If you're like, I want a chicken piccata, they would be like, oh, well, this water goes best with that. And uh, they, yeah, they need to craft a well-curated water menu. I'd have a, can I have a flight of your best waters? (laughs) Oh, I would be totally into that. Now, Marissa, I don't want to sound like a total moron here, but um, could you, I know the difference, but like, could you explain to the listeners the difference between regular water and mineral water? Okay. Uh, mineral water comes from natural water springs and has some sort of mineral content. So, like, some sort of, like, I mean, sulfur's not a good example. <laughs> you know what minerals are. But just to make this, uh, just to add some more detail, I'll tell you about other types of water. So oh, thank there, you. You're welcome. I mean, it's you know what It's so crazy that you have this offhand. Shut up. Uh, Obviously, you know what tap water is. So, also, other types of water. There's purified water, which is, like, water that comes from a municipal source. So, like, tap water or something that has been Mm -hmm. filtered. Um, Spring water. This comes right from natural springs, but it doesn't necessarily have a mineral content. And distilled water has been boiled so that there's, like, no minerals in it. And it's just, like, totally purified. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, let me find where it was. Okay. Anyway, so why do we need a water sommelier? Well, in order for the consumer to be able to find out about the sensory diversity of mineral water and health-related properties, experts are needed to taste, enlighten, explain, and advise on the compelling aspects of this valuable beverage water sommeliers believe it or not are well-trained competent advisors so you might be like who the fuck who who gives you this how do you how do you become (laughs) certified so many things out there in the world that we don't need (laughs) yeah i know i mean (laughs) do we really need a wine sommelier no Exactly. So I feel like, does anyone need any sommelier? Like, uh, like it, here's my point. If you're going to have a, like a steak and you drink a white wine and mm-hmm. that ruins your meal. And you're a douche. And you just go, I'm going to just puke this shit right up and I'm never going to touch it again. <laughs> yeah. 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 Then that's a you problem. <laughs> I agree. I very much agree. So if you want to become a water sommelier. You need to enroll in a program in, uh, guys, I don't know. A low residency master's program. <laughs> <laughs> you need to, I mean, it is, I think it's like a nine day course. It's a, it's a couple. Oh, ooh, there's offshoots of this in Chicago. I don't know about the water sommelier, but this academy, uh, it is called the Domans Academy. I, I could be pronouncing it wrong. Anyway, they have a few sommelier courses. You could be a uh, 
beer sommelier, a fruit juice sommelier, or most notably, a water sommelier. And this academy is located in Greifefling, Germany. Uh, My girlfriend would want to be an ice cream sommelier. Oh, I like that. That sounds fun. Uh, so this place offers professional development courses for the aspiring water sommeliers uh, and help them to generally understand the beverage industry as well as upscale gastronomy, whatever. I don't know. So I was like, what do you do? <laughs> like, what do you do with this course? So um, training programs cover some of the following topics. Water diversity, uh, definitions and legal terms. Uh, mineral and curative water sensory assessments, uh, mineral composition, and nutritional physiology. Who cares this much? You know what, though? I want to drink something that a water sommelier provides for me, so I take back what I just said as to who cares that much. Um, Also, so you either need to attend this nine-day course at Domin's Savoir Academy, or you can obtain this coveted title in a yeah okay uh, sorry in a three-part modular program. So there's two ways you could do it. Now, as I said, I saw a segment on America's only water sommelier. Um, he he got his certification in 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 Germany. Okay, it wasn't like he just like declared he was a water sommelier. Um, so let's hear a little bit about him. I took a job in Berlin at a Michelin-starred restaurant named First Floor. Is his name Rupert? His name is Martin Reese. Oh. I'm sorry, yeah. I mean, that's still snooty, but... Yeah. And one night a guest came up to me and said, So Martin, you have over 1,500 wine labels, but just one water brand. I do not like the taste of that water. What else can you offer me? I looked at him and realized that in the restaurant business, it's all about options. We offer a bunch of liquors, beers, and wines. But when it comes to water, it's mostly just sparkling, flat, or tap. Not even the water brand is given. It occurred to me that we have to give people options when it comes to the healthiest beverage on this planet. And thus I created my first water menu. So he later um, relocated. <laughs> yeah, because the restaurant closed. <laughs> oh, wait. No, no, no. Oops, I'm sorry. I, I jumped ahead. He relocated to the U.S., but we're, let's not get to that yet. So his water menu debuted in 2006. And through that experience, he started to taste more and more water. And I did exhaustive research. And I wrote a book called Die Welt des Wassers, which translates to (laughs) the world of water. A year later, in 2010, I became a certified water sommelier through the German Mineral Water Trade Association. And I would guess that there are only around 100 people in the world who went through that same certification program. Now, (laughs) it's worth noting that the way he came to the U.S. is through the O-1 visa, which is for foreigners who, quote, possess 
extraordinary <laughs> extraordinary ability in the sciences, arts, education, businesses, or athletics, or have demonstrated record of extraordinary achievement in the motion picture or television industry, and have been recognized nationally or internationally for those achievements. He gained his visa for his knowledge of water. Okay, so now you work. <laughs> So I, I I really hate to be xenophobic here, but he's not American. No. Okay. I thought he was. What? That didn't make sense. <laughs> I said he looked American. That doesn't make sense. I'm drinking water right now. Yeah, but you're... No. No, Pete. You don't understand. <laughs> anyway, he you now... You know what I don't like? I don't like Nestle water. Well, he would say that all those waters taste the same. But anyway, he works for a group called Patina Group, and he creates their water menus. And he decided his water menu would only have spring and mineral waters. It was my goal to showcase a wide variety of waters from around the world with varied tastes. With a strong focus on specialty bottles consumers could not purchase at a local grocery store. Currently, we are offering 20 different spring and mineral waters from 10 countries, and they range in price from $8 to $20 a bottle. Our most expensive water is called Berg, a 15,000-year-old glacier water from Canada. It sells for $20 a bottle. If you... I'm sorry, what's it called again? Berg. Berg. I gotta say, that's definitely alienating his... Uh, creationism diners who would not believe the world has been around for 15,000 years uh-huh. so therefore would think it was a scam but that's neither here nor there so <laughs> is this bottle of water that <laughs> Jesus was baptized in <laughs> so why, why can water be so pricey you might ask well it's just like wine some waters are limited and difficult to procure Okay. So, and yes Pete they do taste different all waters from the. Patina I really like your read of this character. <laughs> <laughs> All waters from the Patina Group water menu come from the same source, source, rainwater, falling from the sky onto the ground. The rainwater naturally filters through the layers of earth, picking up different natural minerals along the way. Once again, like wine, one can actually taste the region and depth from which the water comes. <laughs> I'm going to mispronounce this, or maybe I'm not. It's called terror. 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 T-E-R-R-O-I-R. Guys, just so you know, this is the rest of the episode. <laughs> just her making these noises. <laughs> How would you pronounce T-E-R-R-O-I-R? I don't think you want to know. No, I want to know. Terroir. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Anyway, in the world of water, the mineral levels that create flavors are measured by something called TDS, which stands for Total Dissolved Solids. Okay. Total dick service. (laughs) So, I read an article about someone who went through a water tasting because they were like, what the fuck is this? This is stupid. Uh, Just to, like, find out about, like, what the notes of a water being tasted could have. Okay. So, like I said... TDS, total water solids, uh, determine what it's going to taste like. 
All orders have TDS levels ranging from the very low, between 10 and 40, and the, up to the very high, up to, let's say, 7,000. Those high TDS levels means that this water has a large amount of minerals like potassium, calcium, mag- or magnesium, not like sulfur, which I said. <laughs> Uh, and these minerals can have a huge effect on the taste. Generally, waters with higher TDS levels are saltier, harsher, and quote-unquote harder. So, Reese, like I said, only serves spring... Like, like you and your boyfriend went to <laughs> Yep, exactly, exactly. We have a high <laughs> TDS level. Okay. So, basically, the water that is on... Uh, what the hell I say his name was? Dude, Martin Reese's water menu. Each one has its own unique flavor, character, and mineral content determined by geology, soil, and the climate of the place it's from. Now, mass-produced water like Dasani and Aquafina and Nestle, which are not, oh, not even within a mile of his water menu, are purified water, meaning that they have been filtered to remove most impurities and minerals. While Reese admits they're perfectly fine to drink, he thinks they all taste the same. And he finds that boring. All good water should come from nature, not factory, Reese said. So, now let's talk a little bit about waters. Pete, have you ever had Voss? No. Okay, they sell that in stores. So, uh. Oh, do they? Oh, yes? do they? <laughs> nice bottle. Voss, uh. <laughs> So first, he gives this person in the article a taste of Voss, and it's cold but not too cold. According to Reese, it is at the perfect drinking temperature for water, which is 59 degrees Fahrenheit. Just cold enough to be refreshing, but not so cold that it will give you a stomach ache. Voss comes from Norway and is made from glacier water, which is very pure, Reese tells the author. Uh, the author was skeptic. Uh, because they said that the water just tasted like cold water. Uh, Reese said that glacial waters tend to have a very low TDS, so it means it wouldn't really like be super flavorful. Um, and Voss's TDS is just 40, about the same as most purified water bottles of water. So, to com- in comparison, he then gives someone an Iskilde water, which comes from an artesian spring in a conservation area in Denmark. As Reese pours the Iskilde into the glass, I notice that the glass looks like it is filled with sparkling water. While it doesn't look quite like seltzer, there are tons of bubbles. Reese tells me why. Iskilde isn't a carbonated water, but it does have an exceptionally high oxygen content because it passes through an air bubble in the ground on its way to the spring. Anyway. This so, is some boring shit. Yeah, I, shut up. <laughs> anyway. So, this one has a TDS level of 400, 10 times the mineral content of Voss. This water tastes acidic. And... The texture is a noticeable difference. While Voss is like skim milk, its skill day is more like 2% milk. That's now, Pete, gross. <laughs> Pete, I'm just going to tell you one more water profile. Why would water have 
that consistency. I mean, I felt like Long Island water tasted thicker than a lot of waters I've had, and I miss it all of every day of my life. <laughs> anyway, the last water I'm going to mention is the brand 90H2O. <laughs> I'm sorry, I like that one. <laughs> so, let's see what he did there, 90210. <laughs> no, I didn't, actually. <laughs> Okay. I do appreciate you explaining it. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. This comes from the Sierra Nevada mountains. Uh, This were a special formulation. Combines magnesium, silica, calcium, and potassium. And it's supposed to accentuate the taste of wine, spices, cheeses, and other foods. Anyway, basically, this water, the taste tester says, first it's just like, eh, whatever, it just tastes tastes the same. They take some cheese, they're like, I don't know, the cheese tastes like cheese. But then, they eat something with a bunch of chili paste, and they notice that the chili paste seems more aromatic than usual, and it's not as painfully spicy after drinking the water. And, you know, as most people say, like, if something's spicy in your mouth and you drink water, it just makes it worse. But apparently, according to Reese, that's because that water has silica in it, which helps the palate deal with spice. Why am I telling you this? Because (laughs) not all water is equal. And we need... uh, What's the DTF on that water? (laughs) I don't know if I didn't put it or I just was tired of saying it. And I just didn't write it down. Okay. Uh, Oh, wait, I can can Google it quickly. No, you don't have to. Now you're... Oh, no, I don't have that article over. Open anymore. So, Pete... Do you have any interest in sampling a water menu? No. Why? <laughs> I do. I would. I would fucking kill for a flight of waters. Kill, Marissa. I would murder. Don't cut this out. <laughs> People need to know. <laughs> you. Okay, if if your girlfriend's like, well, okay, I feel it's always when you. I would to make her happy. Okay. I wouldn't do it because I it sounds fun. Oh, a whole day at a water tasting at a watery. There's no wateries <laughs> everywhere. No, there shouldn't be because water shouldn't come from a factory. It should come from the earth. Yeah, but they they just sell bottled water. I don't mean they make it. They don't chemically. Well, I don't Anyway. They just put a bottle in a puddle in the back of the place. Okay, would you rather a water sommelier or a juice sommelier? Juice. You're lame. I don't even like Here's the juice. thing. I know that none of these are going to be sweet. None of what? None of these waters. Yeah. And I like sweet stuff. What if they're like, this water is sweet? It has taste. It has it has notes of vanilla. So <laughs> I have to say, the thing I don't love about this is a thing that I just generally don't like in general, which is somebody telling you this is the best water ever, or this okay. is the best wine ever, or this is the best meat ever, because this guy has a palate. And who's to say that his palate is the best? That's true, 
because I like most of my steaks well done, and people be telling me that's like not how you eat a steak, and I'd be like, I eat a steak however the fuck I want to. You're not the boss of me. And that's the thing, like, uh, so, so, but people will tell you that if you want to get the the savory juiciness of the steak, you shouldn't cook it well done because then it's dried out and you don't have that juiciness that you would get and that that hint of of aroma from you know just a faint amount of blood left in the meat yeah, or something gross. like that, right? And you can hear that and just be like, yeah, that doesn't sound appealing to me. I don't yeah. want to eat that. So. That's kind of what I say to the water guy. So I, I will pay, say, I don't yes. want to pay twenty dollars for your damn water. <laughs> I agree. I don't want anyone telling me what water is better. However, I do like the education portion because I would never think a bottle of water would taste different from a different bottle of water. So I don't want him to be like, "Oh, this is the best one," but I do want him to be like, "Oh, do you like your water thick and salty?" <laughs> Take Marissa, this. Marissa, Marissa is a lifelong learner. We yeah. cannot deny that. Yes. Um, yeah, he just does all the I, learning he needs. But but I will challenge Rupert, <laughs> and I will say to him, I can pick up three bottles of water in plastic, and I can say I don't like Deer Park, I don't like Nestle, <laughs> uh, I don't mind Poland Springs. Can you tell me without a doubt that? You know what they all taste like, but like that you've tried them all at the exact same temperature and the same scenario. Like I don't know if that's Yeah. What do you do on the weekend? I don't I don't know if you could do that with a blind. I line up fucking bottles of water and I down them. Yeah, I feel like I want to challenge you. Next time I see you, I'm gonna bring three times. We have a Patreon coming up. (laughs) Ooh, I like that. Video. We're gonna Yep. Maybe we'll get Rupert on as a guest. Mm. We're getting other famous people as guests. Water sommelier Michael Dominic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you want to lie and pretend you're a water sommelier, we'll put you on the show. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry that was boring to you. I found it <laughs> fascinating. It's the descriptions. And, and, and it doesn't sound like it doesn't... Uh, I rain. want a thick water. I know you want to. Marissa, it's it's abundantly clear that you want thick water. (laughs) (laughs) My point is the way he's describing why the water tastes differently and all that stuff, like it's passed through certain, you know, pockets of stuff. I love it. All that sort of stuff. Like, it's like. And you want me to drink that? (laughs) Really? I think it sounds awesome. I know, we're different. I guess we're different. You know, I eat a lot of chicken, and the reason I can eat a lot of chicken is because I didn't watch any of those documentaries that show you how chickens are treated. Uh, Similarly, uh, I can drink water out of a plastic bottle because I don't need to know where it comes from. I was going to try and make a joke equating chickens and like describing them the way the water is described, but I was like, that doesn't make sense. How does a chicken pass through something? And then I just it fell apart. The but, chicken uh, was grass-fed. Yeah. You know? I guess. He was passed through a an organic womb, I suppose. Oh. <laughs> what is the inorganic womb? <laughs> I meant his mother ate organic. So okay. her womb was organic. Wow, that's... 
I feel like I feel like no 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 more bad things. I gotta go back. I feel like the 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 first chicken has to eat organic, have a second chicken, and that second chicken has to also eat organic. So the chicken is a result. Like you have to breed out Fine. or short yeah. sort of breed up oh, yeah. the organic. Yeah. So you're gonna need at least eight generations of chickens. Okay, sure. <laughs> Until sure. I am satisfied that that chicken's womb <laughs> is organic. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Oh, I don't like this anymore. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Pete. Uh. You got any? Uh. Something that I have been recently watching. I put it in my queue uh, on Hulu. And Hulu was like, sorry, bro, this title's not available. And then I sat down on my birthday, and I jumped to Hulu, and Hulu was like, hey, you want to watch this show you put in your queue? And I was like, hell yeah. And it's uh, People of Earth, which was a comedy on TBS uh, 2016, I think, 2016, 2017. And uh, it's just a fun little show. It's it's easy to watch, and there's aliens, and it's actually like... um, it's uh, but but the aliens in it are actually a group of one gray, um, two reptilians, I believe, Ooh, fun. and one tall white. Thank and so, you. So and they all work together. Thank uh, you. On a spaceship, and it's you know like in some ways there's some bubbling workspace comedy, uh, workplace comedy, and then in other ways there's um, you know like a mystery element, and in other ways it's sort of slapstick. It's just fun to watch. I'm sorry. What is this called again? People of Earth. Okay. Maybe I'll watch it. I have Hulu also. Hmm. I will plug nothing. I have no plugs. I don't know. Bye. Um, <laughs> bye. No, everything's boring. Uh, you know, I felt the same way this week. Um, I have a slate of podcasts I enjoy listening to. Every single one of them I started, and I was like, this is boring, and I just skipped to the end. And then I would put on the next one, and I'd be like, this is just boring me. And so I get you. Sometimes you, you reach those points, and you're just like, this is boring to me. So yeah. I did hear Blake Wexler talk about us, though, on his podcast for the second week in a row. So Oh, I know. Guys, <laughs> our favorite comedian, Blake Wexler... He did a 20-minute segment just on Pete, and then he did a small (laughs) – he he threw shade on us on his Patreon, and then – did he say anything? I don't think he really said anything bad about me this time. I wanted him – I told him – No, you got a bunch of credit for going from $1 to $2. (laughs) I had a nice interaction with him, and then I said, oh, I got inspired to change my amount. I shouldn't have said anything, because then I think he would have been like, why the fuck did she go to $2? That's not even a Patreon tier. So, guys, yeah, me and Pete just keep changing our Patreon <laughs> tiers for somebody, and they keep doing bits about it. Which, by the way, everyone, Blake Wexler offered to be a podcast guest. Uh, we've never had a guest, and we don't know if we're equipped to have a guest. <laughs> So if you have any ideas of, like, segments or anything... What would you expect from a guest? (laughs) Yeah, like, what you would find fun if we had a guest on, let us know. Pete, I've also been trying to recruit someone to be our practice guest. Oh, very nice, very Uh, nice. (laughs) It's possible, 
Mike Jackowitz will be one. Interesting. But I haven't... We haven't been able to figure out a direction for him to, like, attack his topic. So I'm working on a potential practice guess. Anyway. Uh, Yeah, so guys, call us at 570-POD-WEB1. Slide into my DMs uh, at Risk Vandal. And uh, thank you for listening. Anything else, Pete? Nope. Bye. Bye.